0: Hello, I'm Darren. And I'm Andrew. And we're here doing a This Just In special on Moonlight, uh, Barry Jenkins' a 2016 Oscar-nominated drama. Now, this is a very special episode, Andrew. It is. This is this is a just in and just out. It is indeed, because uh, we've been sort of covering movies as they come into the 250. Um, and what happened with moonlight was moonlight came in and it was gone within 24 hours it arrived at 247 on the list and dropped out the very next day
1: and a lot of a lot of people seem to have felt that this didn't belong on the list and i i have my reasons for thinking why uh, that was the case and i might be wrong um
0: i have a limited sample <laughs> of, um, of, of one person uh, or two people or three people but I do think. Well, I do think. First of all, I think I, this is something that I I kind of pressured you to do. But don't worry, it's okay. No, no. I do, like do a, you know
1: what? Um, it the, that that makes that 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 makes it sound like I didn't want to do this movie specifically. No, no. I think it was just the. You are so exhausted. Yeah, and it, I think the the um, with Oscar season. It seemed like we were just doing these <laughs> ones that were popping in, and it's like, why, why, why <laughs> another movie? <laughs> why do people keep voting movies the best two hundred fifty yeah. of all time? I, 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 started to feel like people were doing this <laughs> just, just, to, just get to, get to get to us. <laughs> but um, no, I don't
0: think we're that relevant or important yet. Not uh, yet. Not yet, but soon we'll call it the two fifty bump because it is because we did the first six months we did this only two movies it came worked in for Leon. Yeah, the the first time we did this, only two. The first six months that we were doing this, only only two movies came in, and so we looked at that and we thought we can manage that. Yeah, we can do two new movies in six months. And then basically what happened is January arrived. Yeah, and it was like boom, boom, boom. These movies are coming in, and it looks like oh, by the way, when you get those done, these other three movies are coming in, and it's just like it is a little bit yeah. exhausting. Hey Andrew, hey Darren, <clears throat> you're gonna have to watch Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. But I mean... On the uh, other hand, we had to watch La La Land. Yeah. And, and, and Manchester Christ. by the Sea. Which and Moonlight. Great. And Moonlight. Which we both quite liked, which I think is a nice sort of segue back to this. I haven't even told you that I liked it, but it's true. It is a little bit I true. did. You could just tell. Yeah, you could just sort of, it's radiating from Andrew. Well, let's sort of talk about this, because I, I wanted to do this uh, because I'm a co- completionist. Uh, because I thought it was interesting that this year, all five of the Best Director nominees uh, at the Oscars had their films enter the 250. So Arrival came in, uh, Manchester by the Sea came in, La La Land came in, Hacksaw Ridge came in, and then Moonlight came in, uh, which I think is, is interesting because it, it gives us sort of an indication that it's a strong feel. But I also just thought it would be fun for the two of us to actually talk through them, and maybe at the end sort of talk about how we rank them and what we think deserves to and what we'll win. But let's talk about Moonlight for a bit because I, I, I really liked it. I wanted to do it for a different reason. Oh. Um,
1: because <laughs> I, I, I feel like having not seen the movie, I felt like you know what? Be, be, because I <clears throat> I think we had discussed this on the podcast before this idea of a movie being of its time and being uh, socially relevant or important. Yeah. And I think the the argument that you had in broadly speaking was was that Darren felt um, there there should be more weight yeah. uh, g- given when it came to when it came to these things, I think specifically the the Academy Awards, yeah. but uh but perhaps also the two fifty as to how um what social impact uh a uh, a movie could have. And I and and I think my opinion broadly speaking if it's, that good, it's while, good while while <laughs> while that's important, yeah, if it if it's if it's good enough it's 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 um it's it's good enough. Now I, want, I, wa- I wanted us to cover this movie because I'm, I, I still think that, that these things are, are, are important, if not hugely important. And that's, um, I think, a lot of the backlash to this movie, I'm guessing, from, from the f- feedback I've gotten from people. And mo- most, most friends that I have really, really like this movie. The people that, that um, I've heard some people um, say that it's overrated, <clears> and I don't want to kind of uh,
0: go... S- accuse go them of, of having reasons for saying that or that. No,
1: I I think I think the same accusation um, was maybe leveled at this movie that 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 was leveled at Brokeback Mountain, and I I think perhaps it might be more fair in the case of Brokeback Mountain. Uh, but
0: Well I, I would argue this is a much stronger movie than Brokeback Mountain. That's I did, what I, that's, I did that, not that, like that, Brokeback Mountain. And I didn't think it was a good film. That's
1: kind of what I think too. I think I think it was a knee-jerk reaction to think because of because of the subject matter of this movie, that it was somehow pandering to to um a certain segment of voters exactly, or a certain segment of yeah, audiences yeah. or stuff like that. But I don't think that's the case. I, I think this 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 movie is is a very important movie and i don't think it's a niche movie either and and i don't think it's a movie for 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 certain kinds of people no well i i, 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 I think i think i think there's i think there's a hugely important movie and i don't think i'm saying that just because of some kind of social conscience
0: no i, I don't think so either like i think well, first of all i think there's several things to sort of talk about when you go when you talk about moonlight um, and the first is that There is a sense that its presence and and its inclusion here, like, the the thing about the Best Picture nominees and the Best Actor nominees uh, this year at the Oscars is that they are an astonishingly diverse uh, bunch, basically. Like, there's, compared to to years past, like, you remember the Oscars So White controversy last year, whereas this year, for example, in terms of, like, African-American representation, you have fences, you have hidden figures, you have this, in terms of... How did... Oh, sorry.
1: No, go ahead. How did you feel about that... Uh, so-called uh, controversy uh, two years ago.
0: Well, I, th- I think historically speaking, the the Oscars have tended to be a very conservative bunch in terms of what they acknowledge. And I don't, being honest, uh, I'm not entirely convinced that that, that it breaks along uh, racial lines. I think I think it breaks along all sorts of lines, and that those are basically um, historically the Oscars have been keen to recognize films that are designed to cater towards Oscar voters in terms of their designed. There are movies that are greenlit, and those are movies that are sort of engineered by the Weinstein Company that are intended to appeal to the demographic of voters. So stuff like, say, The King's Speech, or stuff like, say, Remains of the Day. So these these prestigious big films, or even even more modern films like, say, The Help, or uh, what's that one with Sandra Bullock, uh, The Blind Side. Oh, terrible. Yeah, or even The Imitation Game, where they're sort of they're designed to cater towards a certain demographic of voter, and they're supposed to seem like prestige pictures. And I think that historically, the Academy has sort of skewed away from skewed away from films that, that acknowledge a minority point of view. Um, so, for example, there was the famous, you know, the, the, the thing about Brokeback Mountain isn't necessarily that it got the, the Best Picture nomination. It's the backlash that it generated from within. So people like apparently Ernest Borgnine and Tony Curtis made it clear that they would not consider voting for the film. Not based on having watched it, because they refused to watch it, but based on its content, because they didn't deem the content to be worthy. But, I mean, there's also arguments who made... They
1: they didn't deem the content of...
0: Brokeback Mountain. They said they wouldn't watch it. They simply would not watch it. And, obviously, if they they weren't going to watch it, they weren't going to vote for it. Yeah. But, like, a point-blank refusal to watch a Best Picture nominee from a person whose task it is to vote. Like, I, I, I think... Like, that's, that's basically why we've had this reaction now that we've had, I think. Yeah. In terms of opening it up and making the Academy more diverse and trying to include more people. And I think, like, I don't think Moonlight would have gotten nomination years previous. I think Hidden Figures might have just about scraped a nomination years previous. And I think maybe Fences would have scraped a nomination years previous based on the fact that people love Denzel Washington, people love... Um, but I think that Moonlight in particular, which is a very intimate very small scale with no huge actors and no huge director would would have struggled to make that.
1: But my my question was more specifically two okay, years sir. ago. Did did oh, you yeah. feel that 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 there was that there was something that um very conspicuous okay. about about
0: the absence um our... of African American nominees and stuff? Yeah. I don't feel it was conspicuous and I don't feel that it was conscious. But I do feel it was the inevitable outcome of a process that had been going on for a very long time yeah and I, I, I feel mean, no, sorry sorry like I don't feel that it was a conscious racist decision a decision on the part of the voters I don't but I do think that there were changes that needed to be made and I think that that year where there were no uh, acting nominees of color that sort of drew attention to it in the same way like you remember uh, years ago when so, when uh, Danzel won for
1: David's oh this is terrible no, go for it. Uh, D- Dave, 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 David, 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 David,
0: I, I, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nice.
1: I, s- <sighs> jeez, I'm, I'm, butch- i butchering, his name. In fairness, I, i um- Oh, the internet isn't going to help,
0: there. Okay, cool. We know um, we know the guy you're talking about anyway. He's the guy, yeah. he, he used to be in Spooks. He was also in um, Selma. He played Martin Luther King in Selma. Yeah. yeah he's the, great. He's uh, really great. He's in Queen of Cataway this year, which I was very disappointed very not to good. see.
1: He was in a movie that we liked, um, A Most Violent Year. Oh,
0: he was, yeah, he was really great in that. Well, everybody yeah. was really great in that. But
1: honestly, I, 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 I thought he was great in Selma. I don't know if the uh, reaction... To 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 that movie and to the Oscars, um, glossing over, uh, glossing over it was proportionate I feel I feel like it was treated as a kind of an injustice that sh- that it didn't that it wasn't nominated for more awards and that it didn't win more awards because it was nominated. Yeah, my, and I don't, I, 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 I thought it, I liked it. I
0: did. I didn't think it was a shoe in for anything. No, it wouldn't have placed in my, my top 10 of the year anyway, but my top 10 do not reflect the Oscars in any way. I, my argument would be more systemic than that. My argument would be that you don't see these perspectives in general because when people are looking to make films for the Oscars, they're looking at films that are made by Clint Eastwood or they're looking for films that are made by Ron Howard. Yeah, And I think that like we recognize that being nominated for an Oscar is a reason to make a film for certain studios. Because they will make films that will not turn profits or will not turn huge profits, um, if they believe they'll get award nominations for it. So I do think that there's an argument to be made that encouraging the Oscars to become more diverse encourages them to make more diverse films. So let's let's talk about like this this well, specific example. I, yeah, like I want to. I think
1: yeah. I I think I think it would be a really strange thing for us to do to 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 um, to be too critical of the of, of the Oscars. Process when we've just seen that an, an an Oscar nominated a, film, nominated which we really film, really liked, which which we really liked, which which is a exactly the 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 opposite of I guess what we've
0: been um, talking about. Yeah, because because it is because the thing about Moonlight is Moonlight like, but I think that yeah, if you're looking for a film that is very much like Selma, which is a traditional Oscar baity films focusing on African American characters, you can look to Hidden Figures, which I've seen. And based on the trailer, um, fences, which I, I haven't seen, but it does look very traditional Oscar Beatty. Moonlight, like Moonlight, does oh, it not look very Oscar Beatty. Moonlight, fences. Oh, fences! Really? I don't. Does. I, don't think, I haven't seen it. now. I don't think that Moonlight was Oscar no, Beatty. Not all. at all. And this is this is what we're talking about here because Moonlight is a film. I, I feel like we've spent 14 minutes not talking about Moonlight, but let's talk a little bit about Moonlight, right? Moonlight is a film that was only made possible by virtue of the fact that we recognize art as something that doesn't have to make money, right? So, for example, it's based on the play In Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue, which was written by Terrell McCraney, who is a MacArthur uh, genius grant holder. So he's basically, he, he, he's paid for for life to come up with art that doesn't necessarily have to make money. Like He earns a living to produce art, to produce material that's worthwhile, regardless of, of, of its, its, its commercial relevance. The film itself was financed by A24 Pictures, which I believe is an offshoot of the Guggenheim Museum, uh, which is basically something that is designed... It's it's not a commercial film studio. Like, it's not designed to, no, to reel it's, in... No, it's an artistic foundation. Yeah, that's it exactly. And I think that, that Moonlight is a film that is not necessarily... Like, it's not target-grouped or it's not geared towards making money in, in, like, the same way that something like, say, uh, I don't know... I suppose La, La Land kind of is in that uh, it's yeah. sort of a nostalgia book. I boat. can't
1: imagine there were focus groups for this.
0: Yes. And that's, that's what's so special about it. And that's what's so good. And it's good to see that acknowledged and recognized. And like, if if the Oscars acknowledge films like this, I think that's worth doing. Yeah. If they sort of put a spotlight on it. It's a genuine
1: indie movie and doesn't have any of those annoying indie movie qualities. Oh, yes. Where... where, where where it's
0: trying to yeah. I saw 20th Century Women earlier this week, and I know exactly what a bad indie movie looks like. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've all seen those bad indie movies. That sort of they sprung up in the wake of the Little Miss they Sunshine. They really want to be liked. They do, and they want to be quirky, and yeah. they want to be eccentric, and they sort of they did spring up in the wake of uh, in the wake of Little Miss Sunshine because that got an Oscar nomination. That sort of encouraged a rake of films that yeah. were like it. And they liked Little Miss Sunshine. And yeah, but, but I I did not like the imitations of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so let's talk a bit about about Moonlight sort of generally in terms of what it's about and what we liked and what we didn't like without getting sort of too spoilery or too focusy. No,
1: but, I don't. I don't think it's a spoiler to, to 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 say that this is a movie about. Well, I, I was about to say that it's a, it, that, that that it's a movie about um, uh, two gay black men in love. I think it's more a movie. About uh, one uh, black man, I would
0: argue, and him yeah. sort of him coming to terms and and yeah. sort of
1: his exploration to identity. It's very the, much yeah. a movie with 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 a central character, and the movie is um, built around him. Exactly and to 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 the extent that the chapters of the movie. Um, are just different names for the same person.
0: Yeah. So for example it's it's structured it's one of the things I really liked about we'll probably talk about this a bit more depth in terms of how it's structured. So it's structured in a three acts. Um the first act is Little, which is the nickname that that the main character Sharon has when he's small. Second chapter is Sharon is or Sharon? Sharon, I believe well Ch- right. Sharon we should probably get that right. We should. Well, I mean, in fairness, like, the character Juan's name is is, uh, mis- is pronounced differently by several characters. I suppose characters
1: we the- can be forgiven for mispronouncing his name, see- seeing as he had three different names. Yes. Um, Chiron
0: um, is the second chapter. Well, maybe I'm getting it wrong. No, no, no. You, I suspect you're right on this. And the third chapter is Black, which is the, the nickname that he's given by his closest friend, Ch- Kevin.
1: Ch- Chiron makes him sound more like... Um, some kind of a, a alien robot, from Stargate yeah. from yeah another planet yeah I think it's is it. maybe we're getting too bogged down in this yeah. I think I, I think we stressed the second syllable
0: okay Chiron that's not close enough. Okay, cool. Uh, but yes, yeah, so basically... Please feel free to, um, to... To get really angry at us. Uh, yeah. From his, and we do apologize for this. And we will probably do this I a couple of times over the I apologize too much. I mean, <laughs> I'm I, not sorry I, I, at all. I think we're we're doing our best. We are trying our best. But our yes, best just isn't very good. No. Uh, as If you haven't discovered that already, this may not be the podcast for you. <laughs> no. But... Basically, so it is. It's directed by Barry Jenkins. It, it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, it's a wonderful looking film. Amazing. It's set mostly in Miami, although there's a little sort of uh, diversion to Georgia, of all places, at the start of the third act. Um, and it, it's just, it captures this sense of, we won't talk too, too specifically about it, but I really like to capture the sense of, like, the idea of finding out who you are uh, and, like, the idea of coming to terms with who you are and being comfortable with yeah. who you are, and whether or not you know who yeah. you are, and when other people do. I,
1: I I think I think it's it um, it's true it's true that this is a movie about um, about identity issues, but I think it's 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 more generally speaking a movie about identity. Yeah. Because I think I think the 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 quite kind of um, knee jerk reaction um to 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 this movie from from privileged uh, white male uh heterosexual people in general who are
0: not the two people hosting this podcast yeah yeah we are um well we should be entirely honest i i i
1: I think i think we're 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 um, cognizant
0: of our privilege hopefully yeah
1: yeah I, I, i i i i don't know yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that we're 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 we're, we're perfect by any means. What I'm what I'm saying is that a lot of the backlash for um against this movie uh, uh, um at least at least as I perceive it, and I'm not an expert, is is is, is it come comes from a certain amount of conservative bias. And also it comes from people in the center who feel like there's too much liberal bias. Yeah. Um um, maybe, maybe, maybe the two of us are guilty of liberal bias. I don't know, but uh, honestly, I don't have too much time for for this. Is just a great movie. It it's, is. It's not. It's not a movie for for liberals, or no. it's not a movie for people who, and it also is because this is a movie for for for. Um,
0: well, it's for, for
1: members of the LGBT. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, it recognizes, like, I mean, we'll we'll probably talk a bit about this because there is, like, first of all, I I agree entirely with what you're saying. Like, I mean, I am a straight white guy who grew up in the the West of Ireland. And there are parts of uh, Chiron's story that obviously don't resonate specifically with me, but there are parts that I recognize. And I look at and I go, I can understand, even if I'm not, I didn't grow up in Florida. I didn't grow up African-American, obviously. I didn't grow up gay, but I, I can recognize the sense of not knowing who I am. You did grow up African. I, 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 did grow. I grew up in Ghana a little bit, but I'm, I'm obviously not appropriating that to be clear. Andrew, thank you very much. But no, I, I, I do like. I, there was a part of that that resonated with me, and there's a part of it that's universal, and there's a part where even when, when Chiron is is united with without getting too spoiler, when he meets people and when he's dealing with people, and he feels awkward and he feels sort of like you can tell that he's trying to to understand himself so he can he can relate to other people or how he can figure out how he feels about other people by figuring out how he feels about himself. But I, I, I look at that and I recognize that even though my life experience couldn't be any more different than Chiron's. But I do think also like there's something to be said for seeing people who look like you on screen. And because we're white men, we have never had the issue where we have had a shortage of people who look like us on screen as kids. When we were growing up, there were people who shared our experiences living their lives on screen yeah, there are entire communities. I mean, Indiana Jones had a, a, a Indiana Jones hand solo. Anybody played by Harrison Ford, for example. Um, but I mean, or Chris Pratt now. But I think there are like there are people who are like who are black and who are gay who've never seen people like them. They've never seen their own story told on screen. They've never seen people who look like them sort of doing various, you know, doing these things. Yeah. and I, I think there's a value in that that. Like it goes beyond like the allegations of being PC or being liberal. Yeah, like, I don't think I don't. I, think- yeah,
1: because I, I don't want to overstate the point that this is a movie for 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 everybody, because I, 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 I don't know if I want to if I want to pander to people who are like, oh, this isn't one of those gay movies, is it? Yeah, because those people can um, essentially um, go
0: you know, F themselves yeah okay so
1: except it it feels it, feel, it feels almost um im in, uh indecent to to to, to not curse uh, in, <laughs> in, in in this situation in, in that particular instance but anyway you'd, you 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 I, I i i don't i don't have time for people who are like well this is just
0: yeah well i mean
1: this is just this is just one of those um social justice warrior
0: movies and, yeah well, I mean, I was I was going to talk about this uh later on, but I f- I feel like maybe there won't actually be a spoiler <laughs> zone uh based on what we're doing at the moment. But I was sort well, of. Well, I mean, they, they, Is there anything that can be spoiled about this? I mean, yeah. Let let's let's let's
1: let's. Uh, well, let's
0: just ask first of all. Would you recommend this movie?
1: I would. I would. I would. I would recommend this movie to 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 anybody
0: I know. Uh, um, do you think it deserves to be on the two fifty at the moment? Well, it, at it's the better moment, than it's, it's not better. On. No, um, um, is it better than Hacksaw Ridge and Arrival? Basically, is what I'm asking. Um, yeah, not not to preempt our
1: discussion too much, but yeah, I think so. Like I, I definitely, um, I would um, place it place it above those movies for lots of reasons. Some reasons that we've what we've spoken about already. Um some reasons that we haven't. yeah, I think I think this is a beautiful movie. I think this is an important movie. I think there's something universal uh, about about the message of this movie, um, because I don't think it's just for people who don't um, fit in, uh, which is mo- with, with, which 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 is certainly how, how how I felt growing up and how I still feel. Um, some, somewhat, and I, I don't, um, I would imagine maybe from what you've said, that it might be something that you share.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think it's also for people who, who always have fit in, um, and to, to, to give them not just a sense of perspective, but I feel like some, some, sometimes maybe, 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 maybe this is me being deluded but um, I think sometimes people who do fit in kind of wish that they could be more like the people who didn't fit in.
0: Or who could get a sense of empathy for them, perhaps. Because like, I was, I was going to talk no, about... I, I, no, you like, don't think
1: so? I, 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 I think, I, like, I, as I say, maybe this is me being deluded, but I think that being yourself just tends to lend itself to, 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 to being, I don't know, a little bit on the fringe
0: Okay, so you mean like you think you, this is sort of like you feel sorry for Kevin watching this movie, who is the friend who does become cool and who does sort of assimilate in the second in the second act, who does sort of find himself accepted and finds himself cool and. No, I don't think no? I'm okay. saying that. Okay, sorry. I think I think I think. um Are we in the spoiler zone by the way? We're not. We're not. I I I have something I want to say before we jump in there.
1: Yeah, no. Go but ahead.
0: I was just going to say that basically one of the things that I like about film is is film invites you for. um through that screen is is a window and it invites you to look at the world from a different perspective and to get outside your comfort zone and to see things that you wouldn't otherwise see. And sometimes those things are like science fiction films and sometimes those things are, are real and grounded stories of people who are not you. And I think that like arguing that Moonlight is a, a social justice film or it's a liberal film or any nonsense like that, like neglects the fact that one of the joys of cinema is the ability to see a life that you wouldn't otherwise see. To have a glimpse into, into somebody else's existence or something else beyond the world as you experience it and as you see it. And to broaden your horizons, and I mean, maybe that's just me being romantic and, and naive, and sort of feeling like I'm pushing it, sort of like I push college. And
1: Brian Gosling, you you say that like it's a
0: bad thing. I'm not saying that. I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's fantastic. I, I no, I
1: I mean, like you don't have to apologize for being a romantic. I I I I I think there's probably not enough of 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 that kind of sincerity in 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 the world. But yeah, so
0: that, that is why I I love, it's I love. Coming
1: from someone who likes to be cynical.
0: Yeah, but that is that is basically so. I I, I love Moonlight. I think it deserves. I think it definitely deserves to be um, a directorial nominee, a best picture nominee. I think it also deserves to be um, on the two fifty. I certainly would rank it higher than probably seven of the other uh, nominees, if not more. Um, so I I think it's really great. Um, I think it's I think it's fantastic. But anyway, with that in mind then, we will uh, segue gently, uh, or SIG, since we're mispronouncing words. Segue, If you will. Uh, into the spoiler. Segue. zone Segoo. And we'll sort of, we'll talk about this in in a bit more depth. Um, so, alright then, we're ready to go? Spoiler Zone! One of these days I'm going to do a master cut of you just saying Spoiler Zone. It's going to be beautiful. Um, it'll be like the three cycle life the three stage life of, uh, yeah, of Chiron now,
1: now that we've gone meta, I, I want to make a few points. <laughs>
0: the, 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 Andrew is taking out a piece of paper yeah, and taking yeah. the opportunity. <laughs> it's like finally yeah. I will be heard. First thing. How are you, Darren? I'm good. I'm good.
1: Good, good. I feel, I feel like I don't I, I'm, I'm letting I'm letting um, the audience down as a co-host. Not, not 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 to check in on on air and say. All right, thank you. How are, how are you, Darren? <laughs> I'm, good, good? I'm
0: good. 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 I'm good. I just saw a good movie. I'm very happy.
1: Yeah, excellent. Because uh, like some of my favorite podcasts, the 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 hosts say, "How have you been? How have you been? Has it been a good week? Uh, am I too business oriented for you?"
0: <laughs> Darren's <laughs> all business all the time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, I feel um, really
0: bad for the people who are like, finally after the spoiler zone, they're going to talk about the movie in Darren... <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway sorry go ahead second second thing on the list to delay all of these people who are (laughs) listening specifically to hear us talk about moonlight Mm -hmm. is um i've been listening back to the podcast aside 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 from me um constantly interrupting darren i i i seem like a little bit of a dick. Um, I, 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 like I just want to reassure the listeners whether 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 it's true or not that I'm not bullying Darren. am I Darren?
0: No, under no circumstances are and, you and, and I'm you, not you, I'm you, not you're, you're not being compelled just to, to, to say that under any circumstances. No, 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 you are totally the Kevin to my chiron in this situation. Wait, wait a minute. that may not be the best analogy. anyway. Yeah, so, so that's a thing. And, um, <laughs> that's just going to hang there. Yeah, but, um, now I forget what the thing I was going <laughs> to say. But what I was saying is, yes, I most definitely do not edit the podcast to make Andrew sound worse.
1: <laughs> uh, that's my maniacal laughter. to you're going to put in. Yeah.
0: How do you know that I gotta slot that in there? Andrew? <laughs> and there it's a giggle. Yeah, I think I'll add a lot of giggle into the mix. Yeah, just some, to make you seem particularly. Sometimes mo- Darren is just talking to himself, and you yeah. would never know. You would never know. I just blend it effortlessly in. In fact, I I do ADR on my own uh, on my own dialogue for the podcast. Yeah, he can do that for your podcast too, <laughs> right now. <laughs> But anyway, so what's the third thing you were gonna say? I have no idea. Okay, I just threw you way off base by trying to bring <laughs> us back to the movie that we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For for any of you who 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 enjoy these these uh, nonsensical tangents uh, that have nothing to do with, with <laughs> movies <laughs> or the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, everything to do with the podcast. Anyway, Moonlight. Moonlight. It is a great movie.
0: So, what is Moonlight about for
1: you, Andrew? I think I think we hinted on an identity. And not not so much well no no like it's a number of things because like like I said, it is a movie about um identity issues and it's not just that. No. Because it's as I say, it's 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 about being a person. Yeah. I mean it's 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 so fundamental. And there's so many problems in this world that occur because of the frustrations and the anxiety and the reluctance to to be one's authentic self. Yeah, I think I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking, um, too often, that 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 people are being um, too real
0: as in um, that Th- they're that, not hiding enough of themselves yeah, that they're yeah, not conforming that, that they're yeah. not
1: i think i think i think we 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 i mean i'm i maybe maybe i'm naive but i i think i think far more evil comes from uh, denial of the um, self. of the self rather rather than kind of embracing uh, yeah 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 cuz <laughs> I, I i don't think that people are fundamentally banned. No. And no. and I think this movie is has that at its uh its core. I think even the villains of this movie As much as it, there are. As much as there are um are um themselves um hiding ha- yeah and having a hard time being that that person um that authentic uh being that they were born to be. Yeah. As, as in when 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 I say the villains in inverted comma, I'm I'm talking about the bully. Yeah, do we Tyro Tyro, Yeah, he 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 has. We we don't know that much about him. No, because he only he
0: only appears in the middle segment. He isn't. And, uh, he doesn't appear earlier, and he does appear later.
1: Exactly. The but the great thing about this movie that that was absent in say Hacksaw Ridge and we're always to going to use Hacksaw Ridge because yeah. you know why because it, it was terrible it was not a good movie uh, but but um i think I, th- I think Darren liked parts of it i liked it I did. more than you did yeah, uh,
0: i, I cuz when you said it was terrible i was like it's not a good movie And <laughs> was like no 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 let's
1: let's not mince words here yeah but 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 the the thing the, the thing that moonlight did was is um it showed you things. Yes. So like you didn't need to paint it on the wall that, in the way that that that, that, Axel Rich that does. That Tyrell was a, was was a damaged character yeah. and had his own issues. What well, I mean uh, it just it, it was just shown through like the 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 I don't think it's pretentious to say the artistry of the movie yeah. everything was was subtly conveyed even even the like the, the 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 headline of this movie, as in the 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 homosexual relationship, yeah, is 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 not something that they that they felt the need to like um, be explicit or be sort of like
0: yeah make it, like it feels organic. Not that there would have been anything no, no no wrong. I, with know, that. I know, but but it, but it, it feels it, natural and and organic.
1: Yeah. There's nothing kind of. Um, uh, salacious, about it.
0: Yeah. Ab- 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 about it. It is like it's an incredibly tasteful portrayal, which is because you imagine it's, uh, when you're when you're saying about this, when you hear it's it's about like it's ta- it's an African American uh, man coming to terms with his, his sexuality, sexuality, uh, you sort of assume that you're going to get something maybe salacious or sensational about it. Yeah, um, well, the, but it, you it, you see it all the time in in in. Maybe maybe it's
1: maybe it's happening less so these days. Sorry, sorry, I, no, I no, got across you that. Um, but um, in 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 movies with straight characters, yeah. where they have the perfunctory sex scene, yeah, where where it's kind of in there,
0: as just for the sake of it I, being as like, as, sort as of be- Mello would say, some for daddy. To uh yes to to nudge the audience or to, to make sure they're paying attention yeah answers. yeah
1: it's 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 like the start of of, of that uh Dead Prez uh, music video where it's like a a a woman with with um in in hot pants walking um across the road and then it just cuts and it's like now that we have your attention
0: yeah we're <laughs> going to
1: say some important stuff glad yeah. you're listening.
0: Moonlight doesn't feel the
1: need to do no, that to be clear. It doesn't. It doesn't. It it and and in spite in spite of giving the audience a lot of credit, yeah. um and never trying too hard to catch your attention, it does. Yeah, it 100%. It as well, like. The entire movie, I wanted to know what was happening next. Yeah. And but- and yeah, it was it was it was compelling and it was even like the way it was shot with the you you feel you feel like you're there because because of the 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 I don't know what you, like kind of pov or
0: like kind of yeah. shaky
1: cams or, or the,
0: the handheld camera the yeah, yeah. stuff. i mean let, let's just talk very quickly about this because the cinematography is by by james laxton uh laxton um and it's absolutely beautiful like one of the things i really like about moonlight and it's not the main thing about the film it's not even the central focus of the film is that it feels like a movie that's very rooted in place like one of the very few places I've been in the states is I've been to Miami, um, and Miami has a very unique feel to it. This um, during the millennium. This was, yeah, during the millennium. Miami—it's the party where the heat is on. We're gonna party all night till the break of dawn. Um, yes. So my own—he he knows
1: all the words, people. I understand And the you're dance. Yeah, you're I'm, not wondering.
0: No, no, you're not. Um, myself and my brother used to do the Men in Black dance together. It was quite adorable. Uh, but yes, my knowledge of Miami does not only come from the Willennium. We're going to gloss over that. We are going to gloss over that. Nobody's ever going to mention that again. But um, like I, I've been there and I think it's fantastic. But one of the things that that's it's so light. There's such a, an energy to it. And I think that like the, the cinematography, one of the things that 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 Moonlight does when it shows the title cards, it shows the title card on black. But every time it does that, it flashes a light color as if like you're watching a traffic light in the distance. So it's like it's blue and then it's red and stuff. There's lots of lens flare. There's lots of like then it, the ambient neon light of the city is captured very very well. And there's even stuff. Just the right amount of lens flare as well. Yeah, like no, it's we're not talking like J.J. Abrams and <laughs> no. stuff. but there is like it's it's a sense that like it has a, a sort of a vibrant energy to it. And absolutely. I mean, absolutely, because they're talking about this like. Even stuff like that I'm, I'm not familiar with about Miami. So, for example, the, there's a sequence in it where in the second segment of the film, when um, Chiron wants to get away uh, from it all, he takes the, the elevated train. And I was sort of reading off about this and I was reading sort of comments. Um, and this is one that, that Jenkins, the director, is talking about. What I'm proudest of in the film is these little things you can only know from living here. I remember being on the ground all the time, except that when I rode the Metro Rail. You'd catch it at 79th Street and ride it into Coconut Grove, and once you got past downtown, you would pass through these buildings and float above all these palm trees. It's a view that you only got when you rode the Metro Rail. So I knew at some point in this movie, the kid was going to ride the Metro Rail. And it's a segment that doesn't necessarily add a lot narratively, but in terms of like sense capture, of place. a sense yeah. of place. It's beautiful. There's also like Liberty Square itself. Like the entire film takes place in, in Liberty Square, which is a place I think it it's where both the writer, uh, McCraney and the director Jenkins grew up separately. But it's it's a community that was originally created um in the 40, in the thirties and forties for middle class striving African American families. So families that were trying to to move up, uh, to be upwardly mobile but weren't able to due to like uh you know segregation and, and, and racist housing practices and stuff and then what happened was during the 50s when they built the interstate um they moved a whole load of of lower income families um into the into the estate with with minimal planning and preparation and so it became this sort of like run down the place that you see in the movie basically where there's not a lot of public facilities where there's there are a lot of drug problems and stuff like that and like McCraney and um and Jenkins have talked separately about how there's places where you just don't go in there, but this was filmed on location and it gives a real sense of a real sense of being somewhere that that's tangible and somewhere that feels like it belongs, you know? Yeah. I, I like, I, I feel like.
1: No, I, absolutely. And and I think the the, um, the, the, the beauty of that as well, the, the thing I really like um about movies that do this and even even much more frivolous movies. Like I quite like Bond movies, <laughs> and yeah. I quite like Bourne movies. Yeah. And and the premise of those movies, part of it, aside from all of the um, action, action and action, oven. yeah, is is this globe trotting thing where 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 they're um, creating this sense of place in various different locations. Yeah. And it g- it gives an opportunity to be like oh look 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 it's hamburg or oh or look it, it's it's that, rio it's, de janeiro yeah yeah, yeah. or um, it's 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 that it's that train station in berlin and i remember this time i was in yeah. this place and yeah did and I, and do tell you about that? I and only, it it, may, it makes movies better and it also makes traveling better <laughs>
0: yeah because i remember when i went to new york for the first time and i suspect this is an experience that maybe people recognize or maybe it's just me but it was like every corner I went down, I was like, ah, "I remember this place." It's I'm like, walking here. I'm walking here. I'm Christopher walking here. But um, I remember. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the entire podcast in the voice, unfortunately, Andrew. But I remember being like, "Oh my god, this is the bit where Al Pacino was in this film, and this is the bit where, oh my god, Matthew he went out in the steps here." And it it is. It's like a, and this is what I was talking about earlier. It's so what you get a sense of, like a window in the world through cinema. And obviously, traveling is great, and maybe traveling is a little bit better, but you can travel the entire world in, you know, the space of two hours, which I think a film allows you to do. It allows you to step into a place and a story. I think Moonlight does that very well. And I think that as much as it captures Chiron's identity and his crisis of identity, it also, it has its own identity very firmly established. But let's, let's talk a bit about Chiron's identity, right? Because one of the things I really liked about the film was I liked the sense that Chiron has a crisis of of identity and self-doubt and self-awareness, but all the other characters around him seem to intuitively understand him better than he understands himself. Like, there's a sense that when various characters are interacting with him, and this is something that I think you said, uh, you said to me a little while ago, um, and it's very true, so I'm stealing your wisdom here and quoting it back at you. But this sense of people... Probably going to sound even wiser coming out of your mouth. No, I don't think so. But uh, people having a better sense of other people than they do of themselves. That there's this sort of, like, you don't have that objective distance when you look at yourself as compared to looking at other people. So, for example, like, there's a sense that Chiron's mother knows that he's gay. The kids know that he's gay. Like, Juan doesn't she necessarily... does as
1: well. Yeah. I guess... Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess... Rather than maybe it's not that other people have a privileged um uh, perspective on on who you are. It's that it's that well, your own perspective of who you are is not the complete picture. Yeah. That that what other people see is part of what you do not see.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a lot of that in the film. Like I think that for example like Juan doesn't necessarily have the best view of himself. Like the moment there's a beautiful moment at the end of the, and I, I suspect the actor is going to win the Oscar. I suspect uh, Ali's going to win the Oscar for this for best supporting actor for best supporting actor because it's, it's, be it's an amazing performance. But there's the scene. There's some
1: performances that I that I that I didn't think were, were 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 that great in this for 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 kind of small petty reasons, but but. That, that 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 performance was tremendous.
0: Yeah. But there's the moment where at the end of the first act where Chiron asks him two questions. It's, do you sell drugs? And one sort of pause. And there's this wonderful bit. And he's not even... The camera isn't even looking at, at Ali during this shot. He's, he's on the edge of the frame because it's primarily on Chiron looking at, 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 at Juan. But he does this sort of nod and he's sort of like... It's like he's owning. He's owning something that he's had to acknowledge. That he's sort of like... He's buried and he's hidden. And it's like, yes, yes, I am. I know that I do it, but I haven't properly come to terms with that. Such and then a
1: vulnerable moment. moment. Yeah.
0: And then and then Chiron follows up with my mom takes drugs. And it's like, yes. And it's like and you can see the connection that Chiron's making, and you yeah. can see the connection that, that Juan is making as well. And it, it's just it's a it's a beautiful little scene.
1: Yeah, be- because Um He's been
0: Kind of, he he's he sort of become a surrogate father figure.
1: Yeah, and the reason being that um, uh, little his his life at home has 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 become um, so chaotic. Yeah, or disturbed. And, yeah, um, upsetting and uh, unlivable. That. Um, that he's been that that he's had the fortune of 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 finding um this this figure in one and to discover that that um that one is is far from perfect and that in fact one is contributing is, is to is contributing to the destruction of his childhood yeah. in as significant a way as, is as his mother yeah uh, is that 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 the problems his mother is um, suffering from, and that he's suffering from by 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 proxy, is is a direct result of Juan's exactly. actions. Which which is which is su- such a tragedy.
0: Yeah, well, it is. Well, here is like one of the things I was well, I did a bunch of research for this, and one of the things I was struck by was that every pretty much every every actor in the film or every writer everybody involved in this production seem to have a story about how they knew somebody like Juan so for example Ali is talking about like the guy he knew when he thinks of Juan he thinks of this guy this guy I grew up with a one this guy was the cleanest man I ever knew he had this yellow corvette he washed it every day 73 corvette he took care of himself. He lived really humbly, but clean. He kept himself really together. He had a legitimate job. He had a good job, but then quietly he had this drug hustle. Once I got to college, he got arrested and went away. I loved this guy. I always looked up to him, always respected him, but he kept that away from me. I had no idea, but he'd been a drug dealer for years. And then there's McCraney who who wrote the, the play upon which this is based. And he recalled an assignment in college where students were asked to write a monologue about their happiest childhood experience. And he's like, I, I was like, okay, great. Everybody's going to come in with that time. Daddy took them pony riding. He said, mock rolling his eyes. If he wrote honestly about his life, he knew that everybody's going to be like, oh my God, Tyrell again. Still, some of the happiest moments were with Blue, this, this character who inspired Juan. And in fact, that, that's where the story comes from. Blue, I will call you Blue, Blue in yeah. the Moonlight. So I wrote about the time a drug dealer got off his crate and taught me how to ride a bike. And I just remember the kind of shock and awe on people's faces. It hurt me, it embarrassed me, and I wasn't embarrassed because of him or the situation. I was embarrassed because it felt like again me putting on an exhibition for mostly white privileged people in a wor- of a world they had never seen. And there is there is something sort of like striking that like, because Juan is a, a fascinatingly compelling character, and he's not what you would expect. In- and so charismatic he is. Like Ali is Ali's a, a fantastic performer. He's um, like he was in House of Cards. Haven't seen House of
1: Cards. I was put off. Okay.
0: I I, I, I real life is like House. Real life is well, probably the fifth season of House of Cards. No,
1: the the, 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 the problem. It's 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 one of these boring. Problems where if you've seen a version of a television show. Oh, you watched the British version. Exactly. With 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 was it Francis
0: Urquhart instead yes, of Fr, a Frank, a Frank Underwood? Frank Underwood, yeah, and with Ian Richardson instead of uh, Kevin Spacey. But Ian Richardson, was, fantastic. He is amazing
1: in, in, in Tinker taylor Soldier Spy. I have we spoken about this before on the podcast. I feel Tinker, like Tinker taylor Soldier Spy. I don't and, think so. and about House of Cards. No. Not about Ian Richardson. No, but no? we should more
0: often. Yeah. But um, Ali then, he also was in Luke Cage, if you remember this year, while we're talking He's
1: about stories about... that's uh, much better than Colin Firth in that role. Um, as Colin if, Firth uh, was Ian, never in Luke Cage, no, no, to be clear. No, Ian, I, know, I
0: know. Ian Richardson. Ian Richardson. is played, much, played Colin Firth's role. Yeah, and is much better than um Spacey as well in House of Cards. Uh, and I like Spacey in House of Cards. And I like Firth in, in Tinker Tailor Soldier's Spy, but yeah, Richardson is amazing in general. But Ali is also amazing. Uh, and he is in House of Cards and he Sorry also did Luke tangent. Cage. No, no, it's a good tangent. Um, and he's also in, in Luke Cage, which is another story, which we might, we might talk a bit about or we might not. Um, but it is, Ali is amazing in this. One of the things that like, while we're talking about it, it's a, it's a movie about identity and it's a movie about coming to terms with yourself. Um, it is also, I think in some ways, a very consciously aware of its importance as a story about a Black, a young black gay man. Yeah. Uh, in that it's it's cognizant that Chiron's story is exclusively, not exclusively, but is uniquely Chiron's story, as much as the relevance elements of it that resonate as part of the human condition. Like, I think, for example, there's a, fo- and I, I'm always, I'm anxious talking about this stuff because I recognize I'm a white guy living in Ireland. Yeah. And I, I don't want to talk or generalize about like the, the black experience or anything like that. But one of the things that, that's interesting about it is that there's this recurring focus on black skin and on, on the importance of, of, of being black and having a black identity. So for example, Juan taking Chiron swimming, for example, and talking about how he's from Cuba. And there's black people all over the world and you wouldn't know it. And you, you wouldn't know it because their stories don't generally get told in this way. Because as, as we were talking about earlier, like the default perspective in media is, is a white heterosexual man. But stuff like talking about how in the moonlight, um, which is where the title comes from, black skin looks blue and, and this importance of colour. Or even even little details like the fact that Chiron's mother's crack addiction, one of the defining features in terms of makeup is the fact that her skin is lightened and blotched, for example, so as to sort of take away its blackness, or to sort of whereas on the other hand, when when Chiron grows up and develops into a man, the camera sort of lingers on on his black skin and on on his on his body and stuff. And I thought, and the fact that his nickname uh, from from Kevin is, is black, and the fact that his his you know his his uh, car has a vanity place marked black. I think there's you know, I think this is a film that is is very consciously like even there's the wonderful shots of it's the shot of like Chiron as a teenager dipping his head in in water in icy water. And the camera lingering on sort of the reflection of the light on his skin in a way that evokes Juan's story. And the fact that even as an adult, he repeats, he repeats that gesture. Like, it seems that every morning Chiron does that with the ice, he splashes it on his skin and looks at it in the mirror, glistening. Yeah. I, I, I do think that that's, watching it, that's something that sort of struck me and sort of jumped out at me. And I thought, thought that was like, it, it absolutely fascinated me. I thought that it was great to sort of see that perspective. Yeah, because uh, I mean, what we're seeing now is we're seeing a lot more of, of black writers and black directors telling stories about black characters and like the African-American experience on screen. So like, for example, we talked about Ali and Luke Cage, which is a black superhero story, and it's a very conventional superhero story, but it's a story about a black character whose superpowers is skin and it's a superman story filtered through an african american experience by african american writers and african american actors and african american uh directors and there's this idea of of representation starting with ownership and and starting with this idea of taking something like the the black body in in cinema and in television has as frequently been exploited by white directors as as something that's like cynical and sort of presented as 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 other like stuff like mandingo is the most obvious example of sort of like the fetishization of black bodies by white directors and and, and white producers and stuff and there's sort of like in stuff like luke cage where, where you have a, a black man whose power is his, his skin and in stuff like moonlight where the, the title of the film comes from the fact that the black character's skin looks blue in moonlight and is literally fascinated with color There's this sense of like taking ownership of of that by black writers and black directors uh, in in film. And I I think that's that's beautiful to see. Um, I really do. Sorry, that's a that's a long ramble, and I'm wary that I'm a white guy. No, no,
1: I'm I'm I I haven't been interrupting you because I've been listening. So absolutely. And the, the 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 other thing um the the other thing about this is that it's not it's never, it's never the, what's the word? <laughs> You're probably wondering what the word is too. No, I am wondering
0: what the word is. Um, you give me very little
1: to go on here. Yeah. The, when, when, when you have something, uh, oh God, I'm terrible at thinking of words. When, 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 when there's a Two syllables, sounds when, like. When, there, when, when, when there's an aspect of a movie and that's what makes it different. Unique quality. It's two words.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: did, I did I'm end. gonna edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take that and sample that for later use. But, uh, all right. Uh, um, it's, it's, uh, um, distinctiveness. No, 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 no um, I'm trying to give an example of it. Okay. Uh, this is going to take a while. This is like longer than the fact machine when we were trying to find WeeTeef QB. Um, <laughs> I like that you still remember. <laughs> um. I, I we'll never forget WeeTeef QB. Um, it's a um, uh, gimmick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So blackness is never a gimmick. No. In in in, in this movie.
0: movie. No. Nor nor is homosexuality. No. And nor are they the only things either. Like they're not like there's a sense that this story is is a black story and 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 a gay story but it's not exclusively those things in that uh, we talked we talked about this where it's like you can empathize with Chiron's identity crisis without being black and without being gay but it does come from a unique place yeah like, I, I think that's a very wonderful balance and i think
1: and i i think i think the 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 communities that this movie uh portrays and represents would know the difference between a movie that was just using yeah. um this as a as a gimmick yeah versus something that was authentic and sincere
0: yeah well i mean mccraney is 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 uh, self-identified he's a gay man um and he sort of a lot of his life is in here so for example uh, his mother he recalls his mother selling the television set um, yeah. to pay for her her crack addiction for example and i think that there, there is a lot that that's in there like there is there is a lot of personal lived-in experience and, and authenticity i mean i'm wary of, of describing something as authentic having not lived through it myself and having no frame of reference but i think when you're I, watching I, it, you can i think feel it, it certainly felt it. authentic yeah yeah, yeah. I, you're,
1: yeah you're 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 quite right you can yeah um Cause there, it's it's a smell test, yeah. Basically, does it? Like how 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 does this feel? How does it smell? Yeah, it's Does it's this brutal. does 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 this smell like something that that came from uh the the, the back, back end, of, the end of a cow? Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> like that
0: we went to the same place.
1: Yeah,
0: or are or or, or 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 does it not? Yeah, um, and and this definitely feels sort of. I think this this feels like something that's real. Yeah. Which,
1: which, um, and I, I, I think there's something very powerful about authenticity. And the thing about authenticity is it's very difficult <laughs> to fake.
0: It really is. And I think I think that's something that stands to Moonlight. Uh, and I think that it's something that, that earns it its place at the big table. Because going into the, the Oscar race, or going into the Best Picture race, there, it was basically considered a three-horse race. Uh, it was considered a race between this, Manchester by the Sea, and uh, La La La. And Sounds
1: about right. It does sound to about me, right.
0: To me... You haven't seen Hell or High Water, though. I haven't. Um, Although Hell or High Water never had a chance, unfortunately. But I, I would argue it deserves to be in that, in that conversation as well. But I do think there is, like, those are the big three. Those deserve to be the big three. Um, And they really, they really do. And I think that there's an argument. I would argue that La La Land is a better film. Although I think when you're getting at this level, you're talking about Degrees. Like, I, I think that uh, See, I would have said that last week, but you're not sure. Now. I was I was really blown away by
1: Moonlight. Yeah, I like and I wasn't expecting it because because I, I had heard um, I, I was inclined to think that I would like it, but I was prepared not to like it because yeah. I wasn't going to completely dismiss any kind of um, objections I heard, regardless of where I felt yeah. those objections might, might, might have been coming from. And do you know what? If you don't like this movie, it doesn't make you a bad person. No, no. I mean, the, that's, the, the, like, like I, I, I feel I, like sometimes we can get very black and white yeah. and think...
0: Um, Whereas on the other hand, if you like so Ridge... No I, no, I do. I, I think if you didn't love La La Land, you're a um, monster. Yeah, I, I do like that Andrew's saying this after spending like an hour <laughs> of the La La Land podcast basically going... Um, Attacking Darren, Darren for... For, for, not, for liking it a lot. For I,
1: any balanced... Any <laughs> attempt to bring an even-handed yeah. approach to it. Don't I mean, mind criticism so long as you're like
0: entirely positive. <laughs> yeah. At, at, at one point, I believe you actually said after I made an observation, <laughs> your response was, I believe that could possibly be read as a criticism. <laughs> so I can't agree. <laughs> um, which, um, and I do think, I think this is something in popular culture where we tend to treat stuff as a, as a zero-sum game or where we tend to react with cynicism towards towards something where everything needs to have a backlash now.
1: oh yeah we were ta- we were talking earlier on about the 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 reddit um, yeah al- alternative movie list
0: uh we were we, i i i occasionally we I, I, I like a little movie, bit mockingly i i love uh i love movie this uh i like talking about movie this um my andrew's idea was to do a podcast my idea was to do a podcast about movie this um, we worked together so, beautifully. We,
1: we had a conversation during the trailers for this movie where Darren said, I was, I was talking to someone and they were at a live recording of a podcast. Can you believe that? Is that
0: something <laughs> that happens?
1: It's like, yes, Darren. Almost every podcast <laughs> <That's> <laughs> does, does live episodes.
0: It's, like, it's oh. kind of
1: like a way of engaging with those, but, you know, fans and stuff. <laughs> And, and well, my, my uh,
0: response was, but, but why would you need to do that if you're talking about the thing that you're talking about?
1: Um, but I do, I do sort of, um, I do think that... So, yeah, I've, I've instructed be- Darren never to listen to a podcast because it's the sole purpose of, of, <laughs> of why I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my normal thing of derailing the podcast. May I speak about something? Go um, for it, go for it.
0: Bring Janelle it in Monet yes yes Janelle Monet who is in we she's actually not into, go
1: any further with, with 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 without without talking about Janelle Monet. well
0: okay two things first of all Janelle... well okay one thing um Janelle Monet is in two of the best picture nominees this year she's also in hidden figures and she's very good in hidden figures as well she's very good here I'm astounded by this she seems to have come out of nowhere from my perspective
1: I didn't know who she was this time last year
0: like the in, incredible
1: yeah did I'm i w- am w- like, I, I'm, I, I was. Because I even from watching the trailer, for um, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. She looks like she's incredible in that. She too. really is. Like all three and of the
0: leading ladies in in Hidden Figures are amazing, but she's really great. She's she's got so much presence. Like
1: she just belongs there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, and 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 she's seemingly a novice (laughs) it's one of those things i guess which 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 can be what can make um this such a hard uh business for people is that you kind
0: of have it or you don't yeah um and she just does yeah, she just she steals the screen when she She's very good in this as well. And I mean, actually, it's interesting because Ali, who's who plays Juan, also pops up in Hidden Figures, although he's involved with another member of the cast in Hidden Figures. Yeah. Um. I mean,
1: yeah. It, it, and like, it's
0: not just that she's astonishingly beautiful, and she is. And yes, I I'm not very superficial, but she is.
1: Yeah. It ju- it's 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 just a fact, and that certainly helps.
0: And, I don't think and, it helps necessarily, she's, but...
1: She's, I, I, I mean, she's not the only astonishingly beautiful person in a movie. I'm not gay, but... <laughs> There are some incredible um, yeah, you know, specimens sh- <laughs> of human beings. Yeah,
0: like in, the beautiful in, shot of Chiron as an adult. like, And this is one of the things that I was talking about when it comes to the presentation of the of the body. Like the, the camera slowly panning up his app. Like it looks like his six pack has six packs. Like it looks like he's got like, what is that? 36 packs? He, what <laughs> we're trying to say is he looks just like us. Yeah, exactly like us. And I mean, even even stuff like um, even Kevin is like incredibly charming. He's not he's not quite as as smoking hot as as Chiron, but he's like. I was. Let's I was, not get too carried away. Okay. But, uh, no, okay. no. Actually, let's get carried away. All right. But anyway, we were talking about Chanel Monet because
1: yeah. I turned to Andrew during <laughs> we, the. That, that's how woke
0: we are. Yeah. We
1: can't talk about a woman being beautiful without talking about how beautiful <laughs> these men are, in spite of the fact that neither, neither of us, us is have any actual attraction towards these men. We well, still feel like, <laughs> like it's appropriate to, 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 objectify to give a bit
0: the male of yeah, uh, female gaze yeah. to, to balance out mm-hmm. our male gaze. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember, because this is one of the things when I turned to you and Welcome I said, to... <laughs> Welcome to the Gaze podcast. Um, that's G-A-Z-E, by the way. Um, but I turned to Andrew during the trailers. I'm like, Janelle Bonnet is a musician, I believe. Because this is one of the things <laughs> that Andrew finds surprising about about talking with me apparently yeah i i gave him a
1: little pop quiz i was like what's hotline bling and darren almost immediately said it's a song by drake and i was like i'm i'm, I'm impressed that you knew that um and, and i asked him later on i was like how do you know what hotline bling was it was like i think of i think a friend spoke about it or maybe it was on television.
0: It was like, was it on television, Darren? It probably was. Now, to be fair, Andrew's missing the point in the story where when I said it's it's a song by Drake and he goes, yes. How do you know? I'm surprised you know that. Where I clap my hand giddily like a school child. <laughs> <like>, got it. <laughs> pass, pass the pop quiz. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, in fairness, I'm in no place to set these quizzes.
0: But I I, my knowledge of actual experiences or actual knowledge is, is very, very low uh, unless it's been on television or in a movie. Yeah,
1: I asked Aaron if he wanted some ketamine. He asked me, "What's ketamine?"
0: No, you said, "Do ket?" Oh, <laughs> like okay,
1: yeah, or the then, street then, name? I'm um, I'm I'm worried now that 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 people can't <laughs> judge when I'm making a joke and being sincere. No, um, <laughs> I didn't ask Aaron if he wanted. Uh, yes,
0: we're yeah. recording entirely on ket at the moment. <laughs> this is why we're so giddy
1: and excited. Well, that 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 that's that I I've I've never tried ket. Um, but I know people who have and I don't think that's the effect that it no? has. No. Oh, okay. Is it a tranquil it's a downer? Is that what the kids call it? I, I don't know why anyone would ever try it. I okay. like, I've, 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 like 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 this is a movie about crack. <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 crack is um is generally portrayed as, as, as not a fun time. but 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 highly addictive but at least people enjoy it
0: (laughs) in the immediate short term i don't
1: i don't i don't know if people enjoy ketamine okay (laughs) Um, anyway that will this 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 is not the drugs we haven't (laughs) tried podcast this is the movies
0: that we have watched podcast most of the time and i mean actually because i want to talk about this right because i i one of the things that's interesting about moonlight um because I, I was talking to... I was talking, to have, I had a discussion online with one of the reviewers at I Think the Playlist or IndieWire. And we were talking about how, basically, the four Best Director nominees that are still on the IMDb 250 list are the white nomi- or Sorry, are the, the... Like, every Best Director nominee except the African-American nominee have their film on the 250 list at the moment. And this sort of came in, in a context of discussing, like, voting on the IMDb... Is a little bit skewed. Like we've talked about this before, where the demographics of the IMDb are very, very obvious. In that yeah. it seems to be, if you
1: if you think we haven't gone too meta,
0: <laughs> Or self aware or whatever. Yeah, we're 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 about to blow your mind. Yeah, and because uh, everyone likes talking about lists and statistics, right? But let's let's like, but let's get down into the weeds. Yeah, and let's sort of get because one of the things I did was I noticed I I did a bit of digging around films that are sort of focused around. African-American experiences and, and black actors, black characters. So, for example, I Am Not Your Negro, which is an Oscar-nominated documentary. And I had a look at the, the voting breakdown. Uh, and keep in mind that this is a film that's been primarily on the festival circuit and stuff like that. But, like, it's got 486 votes of 1 out of 10, for example, which seems it seems very, very striking for a film that is, um, that it, you know, that's barely been released and is barely on the circuit and is getting great critical reviews. Yeah. So those sort of those ones out of 10s are quite striking. And then similarly, I also had a look at, say, Jordan Peele's um, upcoming movie Get Out, which I'm really, really excited about. It's a horror movie that's contextualized as a sort of an uh, guess who's coming to dinner sort of film where an African-American young man dates uh, is dating a white girl and goes to meet her parents and it turns into a horror film. And it also has a very high disproportionate number of one votes. Where twenty five percent of the people who have voted for it gave it one out of ten. How unusual is that, though? Because I imagine most
1: people who have an opinion about a movie have a very that,
0: strong one. Yeah, that
1: that 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 these kind of ratings would tend towards ten or one, and that if you if um for people who use Uber, I would say I would say that a lot of probably most ratings
0: are five or one are one well to give an example like just to pick a random example movie that's out this week say the lego batman movie oh, where you can see that that's that's got an interesting skewing where so for example 25 percent is 10 20 is 17 or 9 28 is 8 and 17 percent is 7 and then it gets gradually lower so that only 1.7 percent of people think that the lego batman movie is one out of ten and by the way just to be clear in terms by the way i hope the listeners got out their pens and pencils just to note the figures but in terms of like even absolute numbers right so keeping in mind that the lego batman movie has something like 10 to 15 times more votes than i am not your negro or get out it still has fewer one votes amazing okay i know it, that that's no, the
1: sound no, of andrew no, I, I, that, that, <laughs> that no, is the sound of andrew i yawning. i i I'm, I'm only yawning because it's late um and that, don't that. worry we will we will feed andrew before <laughs> uh... <laughs> one one of one of the things i liked about this movie was that there was a moment when sharon became and yes, I, I did pronounce it differently. I, th- I think that is how it's pronounced after me saying it was Chiron. We can cut out all of the bits <laughs> about me, We can just swap yeah. them all out. One thing that I really liked was the moment where Chiron
0: turned mean. And, <laughs> I and know exactly what the moment you're thinking about. It. Yeah. It's the moment where he's been bullied by Tyrell for the entire film. And at one point, Tyrell basically pushes Kevin Who's the first boy who's had a, a sexual experience with Chiron. There's a uh, they have a and it feels really awkward to describe it as a hand job, but it's a hand job on the beach. Would you describe that as a But basically they they share an intimate moment. I,
1: yeah, I, th- I think I think like the 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 yeah, I I wouldn't I would never call um, hand job, a hand job.
0: Okay. Because
1: it it just doesn't sound like no, it doesn't um, sound like some, something
0: romantic
1: or yeah, it or, sounds so. like something Kevin Bacon would say in Sleepers.
0: Um, <laughs> okay oh, thank you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> As we watch the fifteen-year-old kids uh, engage in in that activity, they're, they're, they share an intimate moment. Then would be yeah. the thing. And it, it's a beautifully shot moment by No, the way. I'm not it.
1: criticizing you. I'm criticizing the word. It's yeah. a weird word. It's a, it's <laughs> it, it cuz there, there it doesn't no sound agreement.
0: like something fun. It sounds yeah.
1: like just something
0: like you can say of, like making love or or sort of like yeah. you know, um sharing sharing intimacy or something. But there's it's, there's no way to properly commit. but they have weird, a moment.
1: It's weird actually how 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 intimate uh, it made um teenage um yeah. uh, fumblings look yeah um I, I i think i think it's beautifully <laughs> directed by barje like it is a no, beautiful no but but, but- <laughs> I like I don't know I I, I don't know what experience <laughs> <laughs> the people listening to this podcast have had of, um, of teenage fumblings. but, but it's if, if, nowhere if, near if, as beautiful if you if 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 your experience of teenage fumblings was was moonlight was, was, on the beach with yeah. the
0: hand in the sand I mean, grains I'm, between I'm, the fingers
1: yeah it, I I mean if, if 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 it if it was if it was exactly like that then 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 well,
0: congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Like I think you're a very well adjusted individual <laughs> I suspect. But um, after, yeah, after that yeah, moment
1: perhaps your teenage years um, were were less trouble than ours.
0: What uh, god.
1: What what are what are we talking about? I, I, we're we yeah, going to explain was,
0: that after that Tyrell yeah. bullies uh Kevin into attacking uh, oh dear. Into, yeah into the, the, the,
1: the people who listen to this podcast.
0: What are you doing with your lives? Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> um, but uh, so after that, basically um, Tyrell bullies um, Kevin into into beating up Chiron. Yeah. Um, and basically after that, um, Chiron has enough, and yeah. he just he just snaps, which is that moment that you were talking about. Yeah. Which is the moment where he he walks what? into walks into the into the classroom, puts down his bag. He looks like he's he's going back to to sit in his chair, but he picks up mm. the chair walks across the classroom and breaks it across um, Tyrell's back, yeah. kn- knocking him to the ground. I think he even gets a couple of blows in after that. Yeah. And, yeah, and Tyrell's yeah. just left sort of lying in the ground, sort of, you know, just sort of like fidgeting. I'm not sure yeah. if he's crying. But and he's... I,
1: like, I, I saw that coming a little bit. In, okay. Well, no, not, not, not that. But I didn't something. see that coming. But I saw Tyrell was a coward.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and that was gotten across again... Um, subtly, and and and, and it, it, was, it was it was it was it was shown. the The movie didn't need to
0: have characters spell it out explicitly. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, They're, like we're talking about little things that we like in that scene, like the scene where Tyrell sort of—it's a beautiful this long. This isn't take. a little thing I like, by the way. This is a big thing that you
1: like. This is a big thing I like, and and um, but 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 go on.
0: but I was going to say was as a subset of that like the scene like first of all like Jenkins does these wonderful movements with the camera throughout the film like even the scene where Little is picking up uh the guy who's going to deal on the corner for him but the the shot where uh Tyrell is sort of like getting everybody amped up and he picks Little as the person that he wants Kevin to beat and the camera sort of follows him around as he and the circles focus, yeah. and the focus is on him but while he's doing that there's a nice little short take where he like knocks a book or he knocks a lunch tray out of somebody's hand as he's walking and it's it's nobody we've seen before and it's nobody we'll see again but it's a beautiful moment that sort of underscores just how petty and how like angry he is or how much he wants to lash out at people he sees as weaker than him and it's just it is such a great school bully moment because it, it's it's the casual the casualness of the, the i have force or strength and i know you're weaker than me and even though like no, little you is you the focus of life, you yeah.
1: know what that's that's something that bullies think and i don't and or maybe it's not even accurate to say that that's something that bullies think. I think it's something that bullies pretend, and that they hope
0: that nobody will never
1: realize that they're not weak, and that the bully is not strong. Yeah, and that the strength, the perceived strength of that bully, comes from it's 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 an illusion. Yeah, it's the difference. And we we were lucky enough. The school the school that we. Went to uh, went to was the kind of place where for better or for worse, if um if you were if you thought it um this this is my perception I feel like for some for for I feel like it might be your perception as well, Darren, if you're being honest, that for better or for worse, the school we went to was a school where if you weren't being respected and if you were being mocked or if you were being made feel lesser for for being different, then you had something you could do about that. And that was stand up to, to the person to, involved. to 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 the person. Yeah. There was never a sense in our school that you had a place and that you had to stay in stay it. In it. Yeah. And, and and it just so happened that the way we confronted people was was was
0: uh was physically. Yeah. Uh, as, but as i think in, as as that's the way in that if, school boys at our age work. Yeah. Like I think
1: and I you know. But it, you know what, Darren? Not all schools are like that. Really? You you can you can um you can go to 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 schools where you'll spend um four or five years in, in that place, in, in, in 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 that place and never Never really confronted or break yeah. out of it. And 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 the the thing that I thought was interesting, and that I what I kind of wanted to sort of react against was was this idea that that, that that Kevin brings up later in the movie where he says, Oh, this is not you. Yeah. Who 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 is
0: who is this person? Who are you? As if to say, It is what it is, is what what Chiron says. And he says, it's not what it is, it's not you. And I disagree with that. Okay. Because while this is a movie about
1: identity, it's also a movie about the freedom that every person has. To determine their identity? Exactly. And there was a certain point when Chiron decided enough is enough. I am not going to be bullied. Yeah, and I, I am going to the the way the way the way the way the way, I believe the way he puts it is 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 is, is, is you know that 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 he hardened. Yeah, and, I built and,
0: myself from the ground up. Is when he, yeah. he explains like after he got out of prison because he went to prison, which and seems very harsh for that. Like. I'm pretty sure in our when school. Went to we Juvie. Okay, I'm I mean, pretty sure if we went to if we smashed a chair on somebody's back in our school, I'm. I
1: I, I think I probably did. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, it was a lot like wrestling. I don't uh, think the chair smashed. No. Um. I I yeah. It was maybe um uh damage to property. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, like, the, like for the for the purpose of the movie though. Yeah. I think um, basically, it demonstrates that as as much as he's compromised his previous identity by becoming this, this repressed um, tough um, exterior and a front, which is, which is a word that's mentioned a number of times. Yeah. I don't think you can, well, I I don't, I don't wears
0: cosmetics. Like he wears the grills that he, like they're, they're basically like putting on a, on a game face, like a mask, something that disguises, you know. But the thing I want to say is that, he
1: tries to be on actually. I
0: don't think... Yeah, he essentially does. Yeah, he because he gets the little crown in the car and he gets the little head... head the hat that he wears and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, I, sorry, I'm interrupting you. I apologise.
1: No, that's all right. It's a, a taste of my own medicine. The... The, 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 uh, the... I felt like... What that meant to me... and what it didn't mean to Kevin... was that there is a value in toughening yourself up whatever that means what it means for 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 for. for and the, by the way like it would be nice if we if we as as um as a society didn't have to yeah um toughen ourselves up it, yeah. we, it would if we be, just respected one another as, yeah, as individuals it, and human if, beings yeah if we were just kind of, you Which know really
0: frustrated. bears actually. yeah
1: i i know how you feel about it darren but yeah. i think this being the world that we live in i think it's good to 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 have these moments where we decide you know what i've had enough yeah i've tried i've tried i've tried um, reasoning to, or talking or to, to be a certain kind of person i'm still going to be that person because you you never truly lose uh, an aspect of yourself
0: but i think you it bury just it.
1: becomes it it moves to the core of your of 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 your being and your your and you build other other tough layers outside of that. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that that's a in itself. The idea the idea of of reacting to the world and deciding that even though you're happy with how you are as a person, you're not happy with the way people uh, view you and you want to do something about that. I, right. I I think I think there is something freeing about that realization that that not only is it okay to be me but it's okay to to not
0: be a nice person necessarily. No that's too I, much that's yeah, I apologize that's no, an exaggeration.
1: Yeah, I I'm, to it's okay to 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 be tough and it's okay to 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 not just to not just uh, be yourself but to, to to react against people like like because i i think i think there's far too much politeness in this world where we where um where we recognize that somebody is being unfair or is 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 being
0: unreasonable
1: or being aggressive or being, yeah. Aggressive yeah. Or and, being sort and, of vindictive and that in in our society the reaction to a person's screaming racist taunts or pushing people, there, there um, are, are, are like any of, of like any kind of spectrum yeah. of of antisocial behavior, um, whether in the workplace or in, uh, on, on, in on the on on the street or, the street or, yeah. or, or in schools or or, 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 or or in your family or in your your circle of friends the reaction is to kind of like oh kind Quietly, of let's softly, yeah softly. let's let's, uh, let's hope that this dies down or let if let's, we let, it'll let's go away. yeah if it ignore it, if if we ignore it we go away especially in the times we live in yeah like i'm not i'm not advocating that people become thugs or punch I'm, nazis i i well, are no i'm not advocating <laughs> that people punch nazis although if you're going to
0: punch somebody <laughs> it might as well be a nazi uh, yeah uh but um and I what, wouldn't object uh, what, too strongly to somebody who uh, no, wants that. I would say there are more strongly. important problems to face. Yeah,
1: the <laughs> Anyway, we we. The point the point is yeah you you don't have to be polite and you don't have to take these things that you've been taught to take. You 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 you, you every everybody has the power to to resist and everybody has the power to 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 build their own defense mechanisms i don't know how 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 healthy his are but you know well, you know you know what he he has become he's what? become almost in uh entirely like one yeah and i think um well, one of the things there's
0: something i think the film doesn't judge either one no. or or chiron for for what they become and for what what they are like i think i think it's accepted that like for one to succeed or to want to to have a life, like there are a limited number of options that are open to him. The same way that there are a limited number of options open to to Chiron after he gets out of juvie, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't think the film. For
1: reasons why he's gotten there.
0: Yeah, and I don't think the the film resents him for taking yeah. the only options that are available no. to him. I think I think it would be I
1: I I think it would be a bigger tragedy for for. Uh, for Sharon to um now, now now I'm making him sound like the um Israeli Prime Minister. Um <laughs> um no, um for, for 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 little it would have been more tragic if he just stayed uh, on the on the on the uh, fringe and or on the yeah, like, yeah. disappeared and into himself. Yeah yeah. Just quiet. Um well he was always well, quiet. I mean- but 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 what I mean is if 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 we just like continued to take it on the chin. Okay, well I mean I I, I think that would have been my, the, the the less satisfying conclusion.
0: Well, I think that while I agree to a certain extent, and I do think the film makes a point not to judge either him or Juan too harshly, I do think there is a sense that, like all of it is performance. Like even the bit where he's talking to his his dealer, and he's like, "Well, look, you're not going to stand on the corner if you can't take somebody effing with you." It's like. There's a sense that there's nothing. What? Can't we just
1: can't we just bleep these things? I I can't stand when Darren you know, when says effing.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: I apologize, there, Andrew. There's, no, no, there's, this this is an example of when politeness goes too far. You don't have to apologize, Darren.
0: You can stand up for it. Okay, Andrew, go eff yourself. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my point my point is basically that I do think that it's a film watching this watching the film. There's a sense that um like little may be surviving, but he's not. He's not himself until he meets Kevin again, and while mm-hmm. obviously I don't think he's going to he's never like been I don't touched think touched
1: by another man.
0: Yeah, uh, which is something that like it's it's an awkward line because it seems like it could come from a parody. Like it sounds like it could come from a like a, a prestige picture parody, but it's beautiful in the sen- in the moment in which it occurs, but. The way it's dealt with. The way ah, it's dealt with. It, like, like, it's a moment of incredible intimacy. And it, it stands out because it comes after you see what Sharon's built himself into. Because he's built himself into this guy who drives... And he jokes about, like, you know, women. And he jokes about, like, the count being wrong. And I'm going to scare the hell out of you because I'm, you know, I'm a drug dealer and I need to be scary. That's, that's part of who I am and that's part of what I have to do. But I think there's something very sweet and very tender in the way that almost as soon as he walks into that diner and he meets Kevin, he reverts almost a little bit back to himself because there's that scene where where Kevin talks about how you still have difficulty saying more than three words. And he gets a little chuckle and a little smile. And it's, I don't know, I think there's a there's a tenderness in there. Like, Chiron yeah. is as, as tough as the world has, as he needs to be to survive in the world. And I, I think that Moonlight doesn't paint that as a tragedy like other films would. But I do think, I think that there's a sweetness yeah. to... The ability of Kevin to strip that down off him, almost to to make him that that insecure child again, so he can maybe fix it and maybe go back think, and uh, I, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I, I I think it's a recurring theme of of the two fifty that 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 Darren has resisted is that childhood is rubbish. Um, I I think. I think to to a large extent. I don't know is this an expression. I believe it may be that the that the child is the father of the man. But that it's up to us beyond childhood to 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 determine where uh, where where we go as adults. I think I think yeah. I, um I don't know. I th- think it's it's like I think there there there, there there's there's something there, to there, be the, said. The, the child is still there. Yeah. And and there is also, there's also, like, he, he meets his, his mother and he meets his, his, his friend and, and his lover from, 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 from when he was, um, a, a child a, and a, a teenager. teenager yeah. And what happens in those situations is you do return a little bit. Yeah, because to... you
0: can't forever, like you, know, you can't change the fundamental dynamics in some ways. Like, yeah. I think relationships evolve, but there's always a sense that when you're with somebody you are in some way you are are your history with them almost yeah
1: it becomes like part part of part of your identity is 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 you and yourself yeah. part of your identity is 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 how that other person sees you and then another part of your identity with that person is the History that, that you share with them, yeah,
0: and I mean, his mother says as much to him. Like his mother, who has gotten clean at the end of the film, talks about how she can't go back and she can't change it, and she can't change the fact that he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily love her in the way that she would want him to as a as a traditional yeah. mother and child because of the the experience that they've had. Like, there's no reset button that can be hit there, and when when he's around her, he can't help but be brought back to that. Yeah, and I think that with with Kevin, there's that, but that is also. Not a bad thing like I think that with with his mother it's like he can't escape the weight of that damaged relationship that he has with her that horrific thing where you know where she comes in and she bullies him to take the money and you know all this sort of stuff and so much manipulation like yeah.
1: we but it's there's foreshadowing in in there where we 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 have one saying um that he hated his mother too yeah, but he misses her like. Every day or, or something along those yeah. lines. Um, and we realize that like we're seeing we're seeing a horrible mother, really, really broken person.
0: Yeah.
1: And she is. To blame to a large extent, and of course, one
0: is to blame yeah. for 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 uh, for the situ- situation. I do like is, the scene you know. where, where when he's he's sort of he's he's yelling at her for sort of like for oh, yeah. for ba- for bathing in the car. She's saying, "Are you
1: gonna are you gonna be a daddy to my ch- uh, are you gonna yeah. look after my child?" It's like, "Are you?"
0: Yeah,
1: and it's like, um,
0: "You sell me these drugs." Yeah, um, yeah, and my bit is like, "Don't give me that stereotypical sort of oh, I get it elsewhere nonsense." Um, yeah. She may phrase it somewhat harsher than I have. Yeah,
1: but I. She's I, surprisingly co coherent. She's for more
0: coherent than I am right now, <laughs> even though she's completely high.
1: Yeah, um, and I, I should I, try crack
0: next. Time. <laughs> Maybe it will focus you a little bit. You know, D- Darren probably knows a guy. Um, I can sort you out. You know, um, if movies are anything to go by. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because like, uh, hello
0: <laughs> I would like I to, to purchase, buy some drugs. Please. I would like to purchase some drugs. Well, Naomi Harris plays the mother, actually, and she's quite good. Although she does that uh, Naomi Harris thing where her accent Her uh, accent's not good. No, her accent is not good. She bad.
1: has a kind of a patois and she kind of gives up on it. Yeah. Um and when she's when she's um when she's talking in that patois, it's very
0: very mannered unconvincing well it is because everything else in the movie is so naturalistic yeah Uh, so it's so strange and i mean she's like harris is harris i'm glad
1: you brought this up because i was worried i was going to seem like i was being harsh because there was so much i loved about this movie but uh, there were there were were things that weren't quite
0: there and and that that (laughs) was one of them well i think i think the performance is good i think the accent is terrible it's like colin farrell whenever colin farrell does an american accent it's like you can see the performance is good but the accent is terrible and Harris has Harris is a good actor um and she's great in general but she does this she did this in was it long walk to freedom with Idris Elba the the Nelson Mandela biopic where she was was Winnie Mandela and it's like Idris Elba is is great and he sort of he struggles a little bit with the accent although he's very good cuz Elba is fantastic at accents well, I, I don't know why but she just she murders yeah. it and it's like you Here's the thing. Do you think... I suppose, actually, in a film like this, accent probably matters because it's very naturalistic. But, like, I honestly don't mind that much if an actor just doesn't do the accent. Took me
1: out of it. And oh, no, no, no. no. But like, that's a bad that...
0: accent. A bad accent always will take you out. But, oh, like, if, if, she hadn't, if she hadn't done it at all, if she'd done sort of... Because she's, she's British. But she'd done sort of like a, a mid-Atlantic accent, for example. Or a, sort of like a, a softer accent. Like, I probably wouldn't have minded. I wouldn't have noticed as much.
1: You know? Yeah. She was she, she, she the reason she got the reason she got the accent so spectacularly wrong is because she was she was actually supposed to be a Lithuanian submarine captain.
0: captain. Um, um, it wasn't touched on much in the, final, no, in the, version no. of the film that made it to screen. Uh, that was <laughs> terrible,
1: by the way. Both of us have a lot to learn about doing Sean, Sean Connery, Connery impressions.
0: But don't worry, um, he only has one best accent, impression so. is a terrible impression, by yeah. the way. That is because it's the most fun to listen to, but it yeah, Harris, is. <laughs> it really is. Um, I don't know what I was doing there. That, uh, never, less we speak about. Uh, well, actually, well, just before we do that, I just want to talk about one of the things I really like nope. about that's not... Okay. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. One of the things that's not really talked about is the fact that it's got this really sort of classical structure. There's a really archetypal quality to it. Like, it's very much like it is a naturalistic story that's rooted in an individual experience, but it's got this almost sort of mythic quality to it where it's got, like, the soundtrack has this sort of classical music violin soundtrack to it. It's got the three-act structure that's, like, so signposted through those those lights. It's got like a main character whose name is Chiron, which is is the the god of wine from mythology. It's got like this baptism scene where Juan takes. Why is takes... that
1: significant?
0: It's just got it. I don't know. It's got that. When I was watching it, it seemed to have this sort of mythic quality. Like, well, Chiron is is the name of a god. I thought it was.
1: And I mean, like when. Yeah, but you don't just throw that in for 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 no reason. Like no. that doesn't that doesn't make it classical or mythical or.
0: No, but I think like, in the context like, of like the the violin, the the, the violin music on the soundtrack, that the, know the, it the baptism scene,
1: per, per, pretentious. Do you think so? Yeah, I, do, I think if if if, if you're throw if you're throwing in the, the 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 name of a god like, and it's like calling it's like calling a car a master. Well, like, I mean, oh, it's a sun god, and it's like, and it's a car. Well, I mean, and, he, like, and 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 the two things have nothing to do with each other. I I I don't I don't understand why 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 Okay, well um uh, why 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 that makes the movie more um like my name is Andrew. Your na- your name is Darren. Our our names mean different things. But do you think I would be called Darren or be called Andrew in a movie for 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 a particular reason?
0: I, okay, well look the, the thing about Chiron is the god of wine, right? For example, Juan, his name is pronounced by Teresa as wine. Yeah, know, that sort of thing. And then there's a thing like... like so what does that what, mean? Well, it creates a nice thematic connection between the two of them. It's like Juan telling the story about how when he was in Cuba, the old woman called him blue, whereas Kevin calls uh, Chiron black it creates like this nice sort of theme and connection between the two even beyond the the, uh, the ornament the the king or the crown ornament on the hood for example or the similar dressing or all Sorry, I'm stuff.
1: being very dismissive of, no, no, of, of, of of this line i just don't i just don't but see but I, I don't know i thought there what... was a
0: sort of a very mythic quality to it with the no, like even the I baptism disagree. scene like the swimming scene the scene where um where Juan takes him swimming for the first time yeah, I can like see, it is a baptism i can i can, I can see that and yeah. even scenes like, for example, where, but what 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 is where, what
1: is um, that that makes sense in the context of the movie because there there is some there is there is something uh, transformative about that. Yeah, that that is that is, that, is, that is almost like Sharon being being. Um, transformed right about- yeah her being, being being born again as this new person yeah which um who suddenly has a a father figure in his life yeah and the, like the, the, the that 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 um that makes sense um i suppose okay. but but just having having a like the 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 idea of wine like maybe there is something to it but i like Um, maybe i'm just seeing connections where they don't exist because no there's there's tons of connections there's 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 loads of mentions of wine but like in order for that to be something significant or important has to actually mean something i think
0: the fact that it's it's, the fact that it's something that's so heavily signified unless it's
1: like the cornetto (laughs) in the cornetto trilogy yeah
0: but i mean i think that there's something value to be had in the fact that it's something that carries a lot of weight just by virtue of being like Chiron being a mythological name suggests mythology. The fact that the soundtrack which is populated with these sort of, like, the opening song, the song that plays over the opening um, opening scenes is Every N-Word is a Star, uh, which sort of signifies, you know, lets you know that this is going to be a film about identity and about African-American identity. But I think, like, the fact that the soundtrack and the score is so distinct from the incorporated songs because it's a very classical soundtrack. It, it's violins, playing and it's it's you didn't get that you didn't find that that sort of striking contrast between the musics that the sorry these things the musics the songs that were included on the soundtrack with the orchestral score you didn't find that strange or sort of like an interesting contrast because it, it was very much mo- like particularly when you compare it to something like say um well i
1: i i i did i did i did like the 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 contrast of, of, of the classical music
0: versus the kind of soul or R&B or sort of like the... But what my argument is that there's these qualities, all these qualities individually may not add up to anything, but I think taken collectively, there's an attempt with Moonlight to sort of cast this story, this very intimate personal story, in a way that is is almost sort of mythological, it is almost sort of larger than life, that is almost sort of like grand and archetypal in that like it, I think it's grand and archetypal, yeah. And I think that, that part of that is is reflected in the music, in the naming of Chiron, in the conventional, in the very three act structure, in the like the imposition of stuff like the baptism scene in the water, or the you know, the the suffering scene in the second act where it's like, you know, turning the other cheek where he gets back up and sort of is, is punched again by Kevin, like I think that these are very recognisable archetypal beats, and I think the film and the, the the script hit them intentionally in a way to sort of. While this is something very individual and very particular, it's also something very something that's broader. But I, I think I think I've said this already. But anyway, let's talk about ranking the five best picture nominees or the five best director nominees that we've seen. Uh, uh,
1: uh, although it's a very silly thing to do. This is this is this is a podcast business. about Lists. a list. So let's, which, let's commit to which this, which we accept is silly.
0: Yeah. Let's do it anyway. All right. Um, so, so let's start from the coming bottom. Coming th- number five. Yes, later. Darren, on go first. Well, of the five that we've discussed in the podcast, easily Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. And uh, no disagreement. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise
1: no one, <laughs> by uh, am i also uh, saying Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. I, in fact, if I could move it to number six, I would. <laughs> and we'll just thought something if else. I could in here. just push it out. Yeah, yeah. completely. Alright, number four, Andrew. By, uh, speaking of pushing it out, um Hacksaw Ridge is a real turd. Um so number four.
0: Yeah. Um I would say arrivals. Yeah, I go with that. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. I think it's a it's a an interesting movie that doesn't necessarily live up to its premise. Now, this is where we may run into a bit of bother. At number three. Number three. I would say no, you go first. I think it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna say Moonlight. I'm gonna say Manchester minimum. by the Sea. Okay, well, Manchester by the Sea is gonna be my number two. What was your number two? Do we have a consensus number one forming here? No, no. I at number no. two is you're gonna it's go Moonlight. With, oh, we do have a consensus number one forming. Then. We do have a consensus. Number, so
1: the, uh, the and 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 I have. I've so like moon moon moonlight was just so perfect and and no, and, I, and 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 beautiful in so many ways. Yeah. I, but that I I I I have to admit I I, I liked
0: I, I I was I, yeah. La La Land. By what, the way, yeah. You know what? We're talking what around. Was your number one? <laughs> My number one was La La Land, and that will be the movie that I will hope win, and I suspect will win, and I think deserves to win. Do you Although-
1: know what, Darren? My number one was also La La la.
0: What are the odds of that? Yeah,
1: it's almost as if we whittled them down together. So we 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 mostly agreed. We do, and uh, I think like we 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 both agree that the that difference that one
0: to three are, are all very deserving films. Yeah, yeah, and there's minimal and that, distance and that four between. Four is
1: is is the is gap. quite good, but maybe doesn't quite deserve to be in the same yeah. conversation. I and number you'd, five you'd be, is... Just a, you'd be happy to to
0: put in hell or high water in place of... Yeah. Um, if I If hell or high water were part of the conversation, i almost bump it up to number two, but yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that, like, I think that of the three that we talked about, yeah, I would be happy with any of those three winning. Yeah. Um, and I would not complain too loudly. Like, I mean... This is the thing about like the Oscars. Is it the best film of the year? I I don't subscribe to that idea. I don't think that the best film of the year is the well, film what that does you does that even mean. Yeah, it's the film that you like, think is the best of the year. Yeah. Um so I it's mean, it's never the Oscar's never gonna go to the best film of the year because it's never gonna go to the film do that you know I
1: want. Like our our film podcast is the our, best our podcast. Our podcast is the best podcast in uh two thousand and sixteen seventeen. I mean it's yeah. just like, we've, we've, we're, 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 we're gonna count down our top five. Darren, you go. Okay.
0: So, we'll be back next week. Um, Andrew, what are you up to at the moment? And number one, <laughs> the 250. <laughs> and, and number two, the 250 Christmas special. Yeah. At number three, the 250 This Just In. So,
1: you can find me on AQUINNIUQA. U- and, um,. Yeah, if, uh, if you want me to plug something, we could, we, could, we, could, we could record a very convincing piece of ad copy for you.
0: Yeah, we really could. We're,
1: we really badly want to sell out. I have this idea that I'm going to defraud Darren of lots of money, and we can't do it without...
0: without Earning lots supporters. of money, yeah. yeah. Andrew can't live his dream of swindling yeah, me. Do you know
1: what's really cool? A
0: billion dollars. <laughs> you know what's even more cool? Two billion dollars. <laughs> Um, Wow, I never even thought of that before. Andrew may have watched the social network recently and sort of empathized far too much with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. But anyway, um, you can hit me up at Darren underscore Mooney. You can hit the podcast up at The 250. Uh, You can listen to us on Stitcher or iTunes. Uh, If you listen to us, please like us. Give us five-star ratings. Leave nice reviews. If you like it, tell everybody. If you don't like it, tell us. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will be back next week. Good, 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 bye.